0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to These Go to 11. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell. Greg Dutcher is joining me while we try to work out some technical difficulties for these live podcasts. Greg, what's going on, man?
1: Dude, are, are we having any technical difficulties? I, I just want to say, if anybody can see this right now, this is very fun. I'm, I'm, I'm putting this on Dave Shive and Matt Smith. And I would just like to say, if, if, you, if you could um, harness the brain power between these two, I mean... Something to behold.
2: I, I mean, dude, we. Could I was solve... good with my phone. But what happened? I can't get on. <laughs> we, we could solve major world problems. I think if I give my computer to Nathan, I think he could fix
1: this. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, he. This is what's happening to our audience. I think if this is going well, all two of them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I mean, we're, we're all in, right, Nathan? Because the yeah. all the mics are tied into the Google Hangout.
0: Yeah, all the mics are tied in, the Google Hangout, and when we did our initial test, we had all the video tied in, too, yeah. um, but what happened was we signed out to go to our live presentation, mm-hmm.
1: and... And that's when the devil got a hold of and us. De- <laughs> Yes, and because if you notice, maybe there's something here that uh, Steve Hartland and, uh, and I, we seem to be having no problems with uh, Dave, do you think maybe there's an extra anointing that we have (laughs) that you and Matt lack? I'm just wondering.
2: Obviously something.
1: uh, Steve, you'd say you're a double dose of the Holy Ghost guy.
2: That would be nice. Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) Back in the but st- you know what? I believe that Christians should, like, help one another. I do and too. I've noticed no one's volunteered no. to say, hey, let <laughs> me take your computer. That's because right? I
1: won't have a clue either. Right? <laughs> Dude, it's just too enjoyable to watch. It. But I'm getting you guys... on listen, film. I
2: think... Here's what I think your your audiences understand. When did most of us find out we were even doing oh, this? Oh, yeah. we gave weeks that notice. <laughs> weeks and months should we, of should notice. Should we define it in seconds or minutes? Yeah, <laughs> this is, this is,
1: I mean, for the 100th episode, dude, this is coming off. My question, Nathan, is can you see Dave and Matt on my device?
0: Uh, When you're holding it straight on them, I can. So, like, there's Dave. So, like, right now, I can see Dave and Matt in this. And there's Matt. Hey, Matt
1: man this is this is this top notch right here that's right and i would like to know if anybody out there would like text us and saying yeah i can see it and hear it but like matt i mean your wife is a, my wife by the way has made it clear she's, she's not, on the
2: edge of her seat which,
1: which, which she did text me right before and say she was going to listen in yeah. my wife she said needs she would to go to sleep
2: it helps her yeah but at least Lisa's watching
1: like the bachelorette or something she's
2: got
3: oh dave her world's small is
2: it, is
3: it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> not only is is no one watching it, our wives are not watching it. <laughs> no, uh, Steve, is um, is Debbie like really locked into this tonight? She
4: is at work and paying absolutely no attention yeah, that's whatsoever. Good. That's good. Um, so, wants to install that plug <laughs> Guys,
0: this cutting-edge podcast. I've, in, I've
4: installed that plug-in six times. I <laughs> <laughs> but it probably hasn't been installed. You just hit the install plug-in button. Then we got a.
0: So, so, Greg, while uh, they're trying to figure all this out, <laughs> oh, we've yeah. got a That's jam-packed right, show. Um, it
1: is jam-packed, dude. Yeah. So whether they can see us or not. Yeah. Hey, everybody.
0: Hopefully, they can hear us and understand us too. That's wow. all that matters. That's We're an right. audio
1: show. Video is uh, optional, and when you yeah. see the
0: five of us, it's,
1: it's <laughs> not, not hard <laughs> to serve. It should be banned at that right. point. <laughs> they're like, wow. <laughs> wow dude although nathan you got cleaned up dude i did
0: yeah so i went from uh all scruffy and grizzly looking to uh
1: dude you went from wolfman jack to like
0: backstreet, backstreet.
1: boy yes, <laughs> to, to justin timberlake <laughs> by the way while we're uh killing time here dude i love the song um can't stop what can't stop the feeling by justin timberlake you know that song matt Yes, yeah, I love that song, man. I think it's number You're one song in America. Now, right? I would, man. <laughs> I got that sunshine in my pocket, oh, man. got that sweet soul in my feet, feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh. come on! Let's go. <laughs> See, this is what I'm doing oh, keep boy. things rolling.
0: That's right. Um, well, I mean, while we're waiting, why don't we go ahead? First of all, um, we got to introduce our opening song today. It was by the Piano Guys. That's good, man. Cross between Fight Song and Amazing Grace. Yeah. Um, just blew it out of the water, in my opinion. Love that song. Yeah. Um, thought it was appropriate, too, because on the podcast, you know, we just try to emphasize grace uh, over and over again. So, to me, it just, it fit really well with what we try to do here and for our 100th wanted to go and do something a little bigger, so.
1: Yeah, it did, man.
0: Um, so, that was great. So uh, now, as you know we just want to give people an idea of kind of the order of things, probably for the next 20 minutes or so, we're just going to kind of riff with ourselves and you know talk about some different stuff. Ten o'clock is when we're really going to officially open it up to uh, callers yeah, so man. if you have the phone number, uh, go ahead and give us a ring. Uh, you know 10 o'clock we'll be opening it up for that, so looking forward to looking forward to having that on and being able to do that um, yeah. So, uh,
1: (laughs) dude, this, this, uh, guys, can I just say what what you're giving me for my um, gospel sermon series on the blind leading the blind is gold, man. Hey, and while we're doing that, let me give out the number because we've had this phone number for a long time. And Greg, you
2: should show the audience all two of them, yeah. the phone, that they're <laughs> yeah. actually calling on, you know, because it's happening.
1: I'm going to show the phone, Matt, because it is cutting edge. First, let me give the number, and then I'll show the phone. I think the this is Nathan's tonight, fault. The uh, <laughs> if uh, 10 o'clock I, I'll p.m. I'll take
3: responsibility for this would one. be the
1: time to call the notice, it's 10, <gasps> 10 o'clock p.m.
3: Matt
5: hey, hey!
2: Whoa. How'd you get in? Who did it? Steve is a good Christian. He yes.
1: Does. See Dave there's so, I know, yes, there's something about it. if you love Jesus <laughs> you get accepted into this hangout. And uh, everybody's in except Dave. Number <laughs> is 356 four four three three five six two eight four zero is our number. And I wanted to show you the, the the cutting edge phone. Um here, how do I hold this up, Nathan? Can Come on, brother. Can see that? Yeah, there you go. That is the cutting-edge phone. I want you to know, I feel like the I'm watching... The hotline. I'm watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> uh, yes, it's the official Breaking Bad phone.
3: It says it I'm managed. the only one here. Yes. All the, I was in that window. You can see
4: Greg there.
1: Yeah. Well, no, that's just because it's his camera picking yeah. me up. Dave, keep trying. The Lord Jesus might let you right. in. Uh, in time. But this is the phone that you will call Dave in on. Dave can
2: go home. He's, <laughs> yeah. clearly, clearly, God doesn't
1: want yeah. him in this. Dave, hey, Dave, it's not like you drove up far. Yeah. <laughs> And by the way, Dave, don't you normally, I've known Dave since 1997, and in that 20 years, 9 o'clock, you were pretty much falling yeah, asleep yeah. on your sofa. Well, yeah. wait. wait. <laughs> Did you notice?
5: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: so while the uh, technical details are being worked out, uh, we should chat a little bit. We should. Yeah, should. We can talk
2: about how it's 110 degrees
0: in this room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little warm in Well, this
3: here. is the first time all of us have been together. We have, man. Yeah. It, yeah, it this is. is
0: this is the closest we've ever been to our Avengers podcast, getting yes. everyone together. Uh, Sands, Jeff Kratz, yes. Putz. yes,
1: He is a Putz. He uh, doesn't love the Lord, so he's on vacation. Uh, Jeff has been on intermittently in the last year, but he is uh, in uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Yep. He and his lovely wife and, uh, I don't know, 27 kids. I forget how many kids <laughs> Jeff uh, and, uh, and uh, his wife have. But uh, Jeff would have loved to have been here, but he is on vacation. So we're going to get him back later in the summer. Yeah. So we've got, I mean, Dave's been a regular, probably done large number of podcasts as, as Matt. Yeah. Nobody maybe has the lion's share of this dude here who Steve Hartland, which tells me Matt, when you're that close to retirement, what? I mean, I mean, all you have is time for podcasting, right? Uh, <laughs> that, it's not how it works. Um, but man, it's awesome, isn't it, Nathan? All be together?
0: Yeah, this is great. So, um, you Group know, hug. what we're go- yeah. Yes, cyber hug.
5: Um,
0: what we're going to do is just uh, we'll just go around, Star and uh, I'm going to start with uh, start with you, Matt. And um, you know, you've been on several <clears throat> times, but just uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. I got the video on you now, so people are actually going to see the man behind the mic. while well, partially, see yeah. The man all I see mic. is a pop <laughs> I'm
1: serious, dude. You, it looks like your head is like. <laughs> half the size of a normal human <laughs> Wait, what, what is that nathan? what is that angle that is awful, uh, uh, is just uh,
2: awful. i'm gonna hide behind the
0: shield <laughs> oh, his identity can't be used against no. him
1: and uh, why he's doing that nathan is there any way you can re-invite dave back in <laughs> i mean dave is like I mean, I want to make so many jokes about the one (laughs) theological standout in this room. (laughs) I'm not going to call attention to it. Yeah, let me go
0: ahead and try. uh, Persecuted for righteousness sake.
1: (laughs) And I don't know, Steve, on your screen is Matt. Matt's frozen perpetually with a tiny head. He is. On my screen, dude.
4: So you're like frozen. You are frozen on my screen too, Greg. Am I really? Yeah. Well, you're the
2: frozen alone. chosen baby.
4: And, and also, I'm below twenty percent battery now. Oh, that's gonna fast. be fine.
2: So oh, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Steve and Dave will be leaving early. <laughs> I was gonna say.
3: Don't charismatics have smaller heads anyway? I think so. They do. Ooh. Oh, I think that's right. Now why is that, Dave? Well <laughs> the the intellectual capacity. <laughs> the emotion, they got big hearts though.
1: We should save a little bit, because they'll still be able to hear us. We're just you're not gonna be see mine and Steve's beautiful face for a minute.
0: Oh, no. Is
1: that cool? I know. That's pretty rough. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of shut it down a minute. minute, Well, actually,
0: I I can use the picture that's on your profile. No, that's perfect,
1: man. Yeah, dude, give that a rest. Yeah. We'll give that a rest. Yeah,
0: we're we're good on that right now. Good to see you, Dave. Now, Greg, we were planning on starting calls at 10, but we got an early call. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) We did get an early call, guys. We've got we've had him on hold oh, no. for a while. I, know. I bet I know who this is. We've had him on hold. Oh, I'm sure no. he's pretty steamed at this point too. Yeah. So well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of hoping that by having him on hold, uh, he might have gone off. But it looks like the flashing light is still beeping. Yeah, and uh, he's right here on my phone here. And uh, you guys ready?
0: Yeah. So um, first so here- caller
1: that gets in a little bit early then. Yeah, than everybody else.
0: All right, let me uh, let me go ahead and get him on the phone here. Okay. All right, and uh, hello, Reverend King, are you there?
1: Oh, uh, it's the Reverend uh, James King, uh, the James King, King James, uh, Bible-believing, teaching, preaching ministry. Oh, so what, a, what a celebration of depravity and debauchery tonight with this motley crew of losers. My word, I haven't seen anything like this since the demonic host got together with the Ecumenical Council, but friends, I want to get right into it tonight. I've been waiting to take on these absolute fools in a live fashion for the last several months. First of all, I see you there, Nathan <laughs> Bell. Uh, yeah, well, I, I can see at least that my, my powerful sermons have finally gotten to you and you've you've cut that disgusting lion's mane and gotten a Jesus-approved haircut. <laughs>
0: so so let me ask you this reverend king does does that mean that uh, i'm actually going to go to heaven now <laughs>
1: let me ask you mr nathan bell Does a fact that hillary rotten clinton wears the occasional dress mean that she's actually a woman oh my <laughs> word and then there's there's dave shy looking over look at this absolute <laughs> fool look at you there i i i was once told uh, uh dave shy that you had a, a good uh, humble baptist beginnings and now, uh, look at you sitting there with your white hair in the midst of these godless
3: rebels. Well, Reverend King, it's, uh, it's good to meet you again. May I call you Jimmy? <laughs> oh, Jimmy,
1: Jimmy so <laughs> You better not. I'll bring down holy Elijah.
3: Fire! <laughs> so you're criticizing me for being with these guys when Jesus hung out with uh, prostitutes and tax collectors? That's absolute nonsense. The <laughs> only reason
1: the Lord Jesus was even near those people is so he could pronounce judgment at the right time. you <laughs> trying to school me, son.
3: <laughs> so you're
1: saying
5: <laughs> I thought I already said that
3: <laughs> So you're saying I've become a prodigal
1: A prodigal I'm, I'm, I'm saying you become a little Nancy boy Sitting there with like a, the good humor Ice cream man amidst these perverted children oh, You you look like Phil Donahue just found himself on the front row Of a Barry Manilow concert What are you laughing over there for Matt Smith Speaking of uh uh, limp-wristed sissies. We got one uh, right there, all right. Mr. Matt Smith, I've never seen a man who so resembles a, a little weasel in all my life.
2: Uh, Jimmy King, I have a question for you. <laughs> How do you feel about me in light of me being a Holy Ghost-filled, tongue-speaking believer? Why don't you just ask me how I feel about the, the
1: itching sensation on the left buttocks of a Tibetan monk? The answer is the same. I don't think about it at all. Uh, tongues. Uh, the, the only tongues coming your way are the divine tongue lashing that you're going to receive just before the angels throw your highly effeminate body into the outer dark. Oh, man. And I see that Steve Hartland over there. Oh, I see you, Mr. Mister Steve Hartland. Look who's here. Steve, I wish I was 24 years old again, Hartland. What an Absolute fool you are riding down hell's highway <laughs> on your disgusting motorcycle. <laughs> I'm actually shocked that your, uh, uh obviously your your parole officer let you you come here this late tonight.
4: <laughs> well, Reverend King, I'm wanting to tell you something, and that is, uh I think you're just a little bit hard on me about my tattoos because, uh, as a matter of fact, I've only got one. It's right here. Let me show it to you. There it is. And I was thinking maybe you'd like to get one yourself. Ha!
1: Huh. Get thee behind me, Harley Davidson, Satan. My my body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, and it's been completely unsullied by any kind of defilement whatsoever. And in fact, even the, even the Mrs. King has never put her less than perfectly pure hands on my glorious body. She, uh, oh, she actually that's conceived. what's wrong
3: with him. Well, no, in fact,
1: she she actually conceived all three of our children simply at the word of my command. Oh glory. Oh.
3: what have we gotten ourselves into you know i
0: i would (laughs) love to uh just uh sit here and keep talking with your reverend king i really would we love the comments that you have brought to us but we do have to make time for other callers um would just like to know though um what you what you really just tell our audience what you think of our show what do you think of the live show that we're doing right here right now
1: oh i can certainly talk about that live show I think it's great practice for you fools when there's another live show that I cannot wait to see. In fact, you'll find it, and the audience will find that live show described in the book of Revelations, chapter 20, when all five of you fools are in the live burning show of the perpetual lake of fire. Oh, friends, that's a show I'd pay money to see for sure. I hope that the live show takes call-ins on that fateful day, too, so I can say every hour on the hour that you all-millennial fools should have listened to yours truly, uh, that you should have left this anti-God cast and come to the tabernacle. Well, of course, you would have heard the word of truth in God's Elizabethan English, and of course, the sweet love of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Now, I don't have any much any more time for you absolute fools. I've got to be out there and support a God's best friend on planet Earth. Of course, I'm talking about Donald Jonathan Trump. He's a kingdom warrior, <laughs> friends. I've said before, he wants to build a wall, I call him a new Nehemiah, <laughs> <laughs> wants to build a wall to keep out the drugs and the chimichangas from getting into this great nation, so I've got work to do, uh, boycotting Target bathrooms, and getting people to vote for Donald Jonathan Trump, praise the sweet Lord Jesus, goodbye,
0: wow, Whoa. man, Wow,
4: <laughs> I think he outdid himself tonight, huh? dudes,
0: dude Greg, I mean, you totally just escape that. Dude, I, mean. I was
1: hiding that
4: entire oh, time, man.
1: I mean, he was turning it on, each of you guys. I'm sorry, man. Maybe maybe I'm starting to gain favor with,
2: with Reverend King. <laughs> You're uh, certainly gaining something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say about
1: that. <laughs> Dave, don't you really got plenty of space next to me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> There are plenty here. Here, let me come back on and see what's going on. This is what's going on on this end of the peanut gallery. Here's what's going on here. All right, good. Yeah, I'll tell you, this is riveting so far,
0: man. We'll, this we'll has, been this cutting edge has been cutting-edge podcasting. It has been, Cutting-edge technology. You're
3: actually acting like somebody's listening to this. <laughs> it's just the five of us here. Uh, uh, it's uh, not uh, uh, a soul. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's not kind of liberating. I couldn't even get my wife to listen to it. Yeah.
1: Oh, I've got a question here, Nathan, because we're we're not taking the live calls, right, for a few more minutes. Yep,
0: yep. Uh, Other than
1: Reverend King, who somehow slipped in unaware. First of all, Dave, are you the mole? Because he always (laughs) knows what we're talking about. I mean, this time we outed ourselves with the number. uh, But I'm wondering what's going on with that.
3: No, I don't have any connection with him. You know, I I use the Living Bible. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what Reverend King would say about the Living Bible. Yeah. Why do
1: I know it would somehow evolve into Living Bible, Living Flames of Fire? Right, yeah. be some, some connection. <laughs> uh, out of curiosity, Dave, you heard the one uh, Mr. Matt Smith and I did back in the winter on tongues, did you not? Yeah. What did you mm-hmm. think of that podcast? Lay it out.
3: Oh, my goodness. That was a long time ago. You Uh-oh. know, you know. I just had a birthday. I'm 70 years old, and you expect me to remember what happened wow. six months ago? Seventy years old, dude. Congrats, man. man we should sing. <laughs> yeah, old man. But I remember you commented on that
1: at some point and I
3: Well, uh I'm trying to remember what my comment was because uh it seemed like there was a position that I held that wasn't
1: That wasn't represented wasn't
3: represented there. So I took
1: that to mean that um Matt failed the debate <laughs> and that you
3: thought my <laughs> theological argumentation won the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised you <laughs> took it that way. <laughs> Narcissists have a way of doing that. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well,
1: why, that, why do I keep hearing that word narcissist that here and at home? Uh, sure. well, theme here. That's here, here. Yes, yes. Well, I uh, and then, of course, uh, we had the Great Parenting Podcast, Nathan, with uh, Dave and Steve. Yep. Got a lot of good feedback on that one, Great Space Parenting. Yeah, uh, yeah. So just kind of celebrating some of our...
0: Yeah. Yeah, we've had, um, you know, we've had so many great ones, um, and it. for those people who are just coming back, you know, into the podcast, maybe, you know, there are some you haven't heard, I mean, I, you know, for me, um, Greg, if just take a couple minutes here, I'd like to go and just kind of think of some of them that we would recommend yeah. to pe- for people to listen to, you know, maybe this is the first one for whatever reason you're joining us in on. Um, the, the one that just stands out to me the most is the one where we had Tully and Chavigian on.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and,
0: and that was just so, uh, wonderful just because of his theology with grace. Uh-huh. Um, and the way he puts that and the way he represents that and the way he lives that out. Um, obviously, uh, we were, we were doing that at a time, uh, where there was some major scandal going on in his life, life and we, we never, uh denied that we never hit over that we never glossed over that but his theology is just so strong when it comes to grace and mm. that was just such an amazing time and there was that health, heartfelt apology he had at the end of that podcast which we weren't expecting no. um and I, I remember going back and listening to that with joy um as we were driving up to pennsylvania and um you know both of us just said the same thing you know just tears started coming to our mm. eyes with that because it was just it was so sincere and so genuine mm-hmm. um that that aspect of of repentance in his life and grace
1: and i'm glad you brought that one up dude because steve was with us on that one yeah yep. that was a fun one and uh I'm going not put you on the spot you may have had a voice of dissent yeah <laughs> uh, this one led to me and dave having a lunch at chili's <laughs> Which, uh, who paid for that? Did I pay for that or you? <laughs> it always tastes better when you pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Dave, uh, I, 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 I didn't know that was going to come up. Truly didn't. And yeah. uh, now's maybe a chance just to give a contrary perspective. I know you'll do
3: it well. You're like George Costanza. You, you want the credit for the big salad, <laughs> right? I, I, I do. I do.
1: I'm like George Costanza uh, yeah. on a number yeah. of runs. Like, now, I sometimes wear running shoes. Yeah. And I don't run. And remember, Jerry said that to George in an you episode. you have beautiful hands. I know. <laughs> and he said, you're wearing running shoes with jeans. And he goes, what's wrong with that? He goes, it's like saying, I give up. <laughs>
3: but,
1: yes, Dave. Uh, any thoughts on that? Well,
3: you know that I contacted you privately, yeah. told you I didn't like it at all. Yep. Yeah. That it, uh, I felt like Tolian has disqualified himself from talking about grace till he has some time to be seasoned Mm -hmm. and discipled and corrected. Yeah. And that, uh, I didn't say this to you, but I think any of us in this room have as much right to talk about grace as he does Uh probably more. Mm -hmm. Uh, he violated a very serious vow that we all understand is extremely important and he can say good words of grace. And I'm not at all, uh, saying he should never be in ministry or anything like that. But my, Uh, approach to this kind of thing is there has to be a time where you step back. Mm -hmm. And I, and I felt the same thing with Mark Driscoll when he stepped out of ministry and then he was showing up here and there and everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I felt the same way that uh, there has to be a time where you uh, go away and uh, deal with the issues in your life that have brought you down so low before you can come back and speak. So that that was
1: mine. I'm glad. And I've, Thank you for it, because I'm putting you on the spot yeah. after we've uh, said good words. But it was a great conversation. I mean, obviously, Dave's just given a sketch of it that he had. gave me a lot to think about, and I, st- I still think we have differing perspectives. But I don't think there's anybody here, I, correct me if I'm wrong, that, that thinks a man that um, is involved in that kind of uh, sin activity, et cetera, whatever term we want to call it, there should be a disengagement from active pastoral ministry at some point. I'm looking around. I'm seeing kind of mm-hmm. yeah. agreement on that. What's can, the question again? Or what are you saying? We don't... Well, I'm saying I don't think anybody uh, anybody disputes that, Dave. That, like, in other words... Uh, we agree. Yeah, we agree. Yeah. There needs to be, an yeah. obviously, a... Because, yeah. I mean, we've seen it before. But um, the
4: step back include can't be on a podcast?
1: That's my
3: opinion. And talk about grace? Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I,
5: because, I'd probably see
3: that a little right, bit. Right, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... Uh, when you violated something that serious, that you should just be talking about grace publicly, you know, as a recognized minister mm-hmm. or ex minister. But yeah, we disagree.
1: You're, you're being off the quiet over there, Matt Smith.
2: I'm just taking it. Yeah. In, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I Hello, would, Switzerland. I would um, lean towards Dave's perspective. Um, I didn't have, have a problem with him being on the podcast. In light of what was already out there, mm-hmm. yes, uh, I think after the fact, mm-hmm. yes. yeah, that that was that's where I was kind of like, oh. and yes. it, again, it's it's not that I, uh, I mean, I, I think goodness, <clears throat> if there's ever a time we want the doctrine of grace to become robust and alive to us, is when we've fallen flat on our face. Mm-hmm. So praise God for that. Um, but I think that would have caused some, maybe my lean a little bit towards Dave's camp mm-hmm. in light of the past, not so much at that moment in time, because yeah. at that point, what the the knowledge that everybody was working with was that, you know, he's he's under elders, he's not mm-hmm. in a pastoral role, he's but he's you know serving, he's showing signs of repentance. So at that point, to me, he was on your podcast, he was sharing his story openly, honestly um i didn't have an issue with that it uh-huh. was more kind of after the fact kind of oh. then we found out more yeah, yeah. That, then it was then it was that's where i was kind of like yeah. oh that's that's eh, disturbing
1: yeah i mean the podcast was i mean it's but, kind of our it was at a such a, a weirdly yes. pivotal moment yeah. yes between the kind of first and second revelations yeah uh, which is how James King would say the Book of Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, Revelations. I yeah. uh, thank the Zach Bartles for suggesting that. That's right. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, it, it is a, a tricky subject, and I. Yeah, I, I. Obviously, Dave, as we said, this is more for the benefit of the audience. Uh, what Steve said is probably similar to how I would express it. I viewed it. Here is a man, um, but admittedly. The reason we had him on is because he is known, uh, and uh, he is well-known, and so we had him on as a man to talk about grace, not as much pastoring, et cetera. But I I, uh, I understand. So, Dave, you were saying
2: you, you felt that in light of the knowledge that the These Go to the Leaven podcast had that everybody was operating with, it was, it was not appropriate for him to be publicly talking about it that stage. Right. I
3: mean, I I think I knew what everybody else knew at that point and uh, felt like he should kind of disappear for a while Mm -hmm. and that uh, when you've done something that egregious, you shouldn't be publicly being given a platform to talk about grace. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm big on grace. I'm as big on it as the rest of us here. You were going to
1: jump in there, Steve, or no?
4: I think if the uh, latter revelations had had, uh, come to my knowledge maybe our knowledge prior to the podcast maybe the podcast wouldn't have
1: happened would you agree with that? Um, Nathan and I never had a chance to really talk about it I, I'm putting Nathan on, so I would say yeah it probably wouldn't have happened uh, not not indefinitely but right. certainly not immediately
0: yeah. right and you and I, actually, we did talk about that briefly, Greg, because mm-hmm. we did come on after that, and we made a public statement. We did. That, That's what we had to choose on. Yeah and, yeah, and I I loved everything he had to say. What we would have done, and more, I believe, for his sake, was allowed that period of time
5: mm-hmm.
0: for uh, the healing, the, the repentance, whatever it would have been. Yeah, uh, yeah and so in that... More for for his sake and more for what was going on in the situation, as opposed to him being on the podcast itself. I had no problem with the knowledge we had prior having him on, like you said, Matt. Then in that moment, and then this came out. Um, but but in terms of of what was said and what was talked about, I I feel very confident in, mm-hmm. in what we did and how we handled that podcast. And,
3: well, I think when Greg and I talked. Um, I illustrated it with uh, the case of Gordon McDonald, who you may remember was the right, president right. of InterVarsity, man in the mirror, and uh, wrote books on home and family, and and had an affair. But uh, the process of restoration for him, I think, was really well done, because there was a a group of men who were well known, who publicly commented, and and you trusted these guys because you knew who they were. They they were just well known. Like J.I. Packer, I think, was one of them that was on it, you know. So you had that kind of situation. Uh, but then on the other hand, we had uh, uh, the case of uh, a guy, I don't know if I should name him or not, but, you know, Greg and I know about him. He was on the radio, and and he had an affair, mm-hmm. and he was immediately uh, brought back by a denominational leader into yeah. leadership. sure. And that was inappropriate. But in the case of Tolian, I didn't know who these people were that were discipling him. They weren't, to me, household names. It was not really w- talked about openly. So I had no confidence. Uh, I had no reason to be confident in who was doing the the mentoring and the restoration process. Mm-hmm. And that was part of my concern.
1: Yeah. No, and I, I think that's more than fair. I do. I, I think... Did you feel like you can't? I mean, I feel like I could name the others because it was public news. Well,
3: yeah, it was David Hawking. David Hawking, and then it was Chuck Smith. Chuck Smith immediately.
1: immediately hired him.
3: Yeah, and put him in leadership. Yeah. That one, I remember following.
1: Yeah. Were you out there at that point in time, time Steve? Because you were in. Southern California, then.
4: Yeah. So, and everybody knew who David Hawking was, and oh, yeah. everybody knew about this. And yeah. then for Chuck Smith to just pick him right up and put him in ministry. Yeah,
1: and if I remember, wasn't it within? And, and he weeks? defended
4: it by saying, "You know,
3: God's anointing
4: is yeah. on this man." Yeah,
1: yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: all right, but he just stayed the whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. yeah. And because... I had talked with Chuck Smith about that because. At that time, my church was in Calvary Chapel. We subsequently left. Oh, uh-huh. but uh, So I talked with him about that, and he basically said, this man has too many gifts to waste.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we. I'm getting some feedback from audience listeners, which <laughs> some people can't get it to work, but a few people have told me that they can. Okay. So can I say to the few people that are listening, if you could do whatever social media blast you can to say, hey, here's how I found it work. I think the key is, you have to join the hangout.
2: Yes. Okay. Or
1: hit follow yeah. or something like that. Because now more people are telling me, um, although your wife Matt says yes, it I'm still sure. says we're getting ready for the live podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I'm seeing... Follow, join. It's a shame you're missing some dynamic stuff. This is powerful.
5: Yeah, this is good. Well, well, the right. the, the good
0: news is we are going to extract the audio from yeah. this. And it will be up tomorrow uh, where you can listen to the audio. You just won't be able to see um, everybody's pretty faces. I
1: know, man, which is going to be rough. (laughs) It's going to be rough. So I would say, ready? (laughs) For anybody that is able to successfully listen in, feel free to call.
0: Yeah, we're at that time We're at that
1: point. We'd love to take your questions. If you want to talk more about this, we're gonna keep chatting. Yeah. Uh, so if you call in, great. We'll we'll get and you. If on you don't around.
0: call in, that's a wrap.
1: That's <laughs> that's a wrap. <laughs> Dave's like oh, Dave really wants to get to bed before midnight. Yeah. We won't be <laughs> up till <to 11:30. laughs> eleven. There's no oh, way. We're I'm
0: only going it. till ten tonight. Yeah, it's exactly. Oh, these go to 10. <laughs> <laughs> ten. Well, Kathy'd be
3: listening, except she's watching the Orioles. Well, of course, really wa- <laughs> You know, that's a pretty bad, Dave. but she would watch the Orioles right now. <laughs> hey, quick word on that Dave. Yeah.
1: This, this pitching. What? you ever seen our start of oh, pitching this deplorable
3: it's just terrible it's,
1: yeah it's like we're getting exposed yeah because i think the the seven games we were winning um i mean it was fun we were 10 11 runs but now that we're we're scoring five runs four runs six runs which should win a lot of yeah. good teams games we can't do it yeah so it's been, been rather painful i'm not mm-hmm. bitter about that None of them. I no. wasn't at all so angry the other night that I couldn't no. even fall asleep because uh, that would mean that it was an idol in my life, and I don't have any idols. <laughs> uh, I don't have idols like Steve does or Dave or you, you Dave or Matt. I so
5: feel for me. you, Greg.
4: Right. I I've been falling asleep <laughs> just fine. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah
5: right.
1: There are blessings, dude. Like I get jealous of Matt sometimes, not being a sports fan. Like you've never cared. No. Like remember, Dave? What twenty? What was it? Eleven? Is that when uh, Cundiff blew the field goal oh, yeah, Lee yeah, Evans yeah yeah. Oh, yeah you don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> oh. yeah, I don't know about you Dave that rattled me for two or three days yeah it was yeah. hard to get my dad said it's the closest thing that reminded him to Namath with the Jets beating the Colts in 69 yeah. now that was
3: against who were they playing in that game New New uh, England
1: it was uh, New England.
3: Yeah, and I was in New England for that oh. game. <laughs> wow! So
1: everybody's cheering and excited. Oh, yeah. about the Patriots. With... Well, you know,
3: Matt is kind of a weasel. He's limp worsted. He is. I wouldn't expect <laughs> him to know anything uh, about uh, sports. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Do that. Well, just
4: to show you what a uh, weasel I am, too, I've been watching the Tour de France. You guys are watching the Tour de France, oh, aren't you? Oh man! <laughs> come on, yeah. come on! Please yeah. tell me. Is, is been there watching one? soccer. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah,
0: Copa America. Yeah,
1: yeah soccer is riveting, man. Um, I, I heard a guy say about um, soccer that they said, "So uh, if I want to, uh, what was if I want to watch a group of guys um, play for ninety minutes and not score, I'll just <laughs> hang out with my friends at the bar every night." <laughs> <now." laughs> that, oh, that, oh. that, that was his take oh. on uh, soccer. I, just giving you his take. I didn't you <laughs> my take.
2: Do you know what Reverend King James is? Uh, he's like Oh out of that my comment. goodness, man! If
4: he is still listening. To to get get had, I had I had a wedding out of town a couple of weeks ago, and um, so the groomsmen are all in this teeny little room for hours before the wedding, just hanging out. And every one of them played soccer, and they were all in there all afternoon, just watching soccer, right up till it's time for the wedding. It was like, oh no, I have to go out and get married now. Like, Wait
5: a minute, he's about to score. Hold on. <laughs> it
1: was pretty crazy.
2: That's good. Wow.
5: That's fine.
1: Um, well, uh, nobody's calling in. Uh, uh, Great! Can I just make some call for, for the few
2: that actually to can call see? People this. People this. Can call, um, call. Yeah. Um, I was just noticing Steve's arms and your arms. They're Very similar. Seeing the similarities between uh, kind of the same, uh, the there. Kind of uh, same muscle mass here. Let's let's see here. Same
1: muscle go. And Steve here. Let me see that tat there.
4: Right oh, you want to do the tattoo thing. There Explain that tattoo,
1: Steve. What is uh,
4: that? This is a redemption theme, man. First you got to pull it up harder. There's angels yeah. up top there. Oh, Cause, man. Because the angels long to see these things. Eventually. Wow. Oh, yeah. Then there's a lion. That's Christ, our Redeemer. He's wow. subduing a serpent under his foot. Oh, yeah. That symbolizes his victory over oh, yeah. sin and all that's wrong. And there's a bunch of skulls lying around. That's us, dead in our trespasses and sins. We need a Redeemer.
2: Come on now.
4: At the bottom, it says, Sic faciens passen. That's Latin for thus making peace. Oh. It goes on in Colossians to say, thus making peace by the blood of his cross. So, James King, I got redemption on my arm, brother. Glory. <laughs> what do you say about that? Shut
1: up on a hundred. Hey, guys, I got a call coming in from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. All right. All right.
0: Hello? Did you put it on speaker? Oh, here.
1: <laughs> He's taking the call. Hey, uh, let's try this again. Hello? phil colson that's incredible nice yes hey is this is calvinus colson that's right one of our favorite twitter peeps calling in absolutely and let me ask you i'm holding holding this technological phone right up to the microphone (laughs) can can
0: you hear it uh i can i can hear it slightly from over here need a little bit more from calvinus colson Ask him to speak a little more
1: oh okay can you hear him? I am literally okay. Speaker enabled. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes. guys, this is so we are amazing. The <laughs> this I am room. literally holding the phone up to the microphone, but the question is, can you hear us? Okay, good.
0: And Nathan, is that coming through? I can hear him. Um, sounds like it's it. not
1: overwhelming. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not blasting out there. But Here. go ahead and turn it around because I think the speakers. Yeah. Right there. like there. Yeah. Okay,
1: Phil, let's hear it again, man. Guys, how are you doing? Much Congratulations better. Congratulations on 100 shows. Oh, thank you so much, Phil. So, hey, tell us, man, Calvinist Colson, how uh, how you came to get into the uh, world of Twitter, uh, following, uh, putting out great content and all that good stuff. Well, a couple of my agents were following Calvinist. I thought I should have the presents online <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, how often do you hear that Dave shy <laughs> this is your language right here isn't it a <laughs> couple of uh, Phil's agents following Calvinist Batman and he thought he should have some online <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we, we're, we're everywhere hell yeah <laughs> Dave is left speechless. Where do you start with something like that? It, it's <laughs> awesome, man. Like, what can what can you tell us about yourself for our audience? Because you're one of our favorite listeners, dude. We're not just saying that because you're the only person to call in tonight. <laughs> you might have to talk for an hour. Know. <laughs> sure, sure you're
6: not. Sure, you're not. Well, uh, when I'm not running a client best Bedtime Organization, uh, married, and three kids whom I love very much, I uh, spend my time. Working and uh, serving in my church and having a
1: fine cigar from time to time. Sweet, sweet. Uh, what I mean, Nathan. What what great stuff can we ask him? Because he, you you've been listening to us uh, uh, for a while, Agent Colson, and uh, we appreciate it. The yeah,
0: yeah. It's been it's been so great, and we're actually um, we're going to have Phil on in August. Yes, I'm glad you said that. So yeah, we're gonna we're actually going to have him on in August and. Um, be able to chat and hang out with him a little bit more. But, uh, you know, Phil, for our 100th, um, you've been listening to us a little while. Uh, what suggestions could you give us in terms of, you know, how c- how could we make the podcast better? Have equipment that works. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, you know, you guys could have, you know, had a Skype line or
6: something like that. Um, I can barely hear you, Nathan.
0: Oh, Okay. How's that? Is that better?
6: It's a little better. You're a little athlete. That's yeah. all right. Um, no, I, I think you guys do a, a fantastic job. Um, you know, especially even being on subjects where you disagree. Um, I gotta say, when you guys did your episode on egalitarianism, oh yeah, this was probably one of the most encouraging episodes I ever heard from you. Oh,
1: wow! Because
6: you took a you took a contentious subject. That only seems to be, you know, further dividing the church. And now it's, now it's even spilled over into the Trinity uh, debate. Um, but you did it respectfully. You know, you walked away as brothers. And, uh, you know, that's, that's just
1: fantastic to see that. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, thank you. That was just me and Nathan back at the beginning of the year, wasn't it? Yeah. Because that's an issue Nathan and I don't see eye to eye on. Yep. Obviously, and uh, we've we disagree disagreed. Do you know that Dave? You're in a room with an egalitarian. Oh my word! <laughs> I, n- I knew I was feeling itchy, but I didn't know why.
3: <laughs> an egalitarian Calvinist, <laughs> but yeah. uh, so there, this guy is from South Dakota. <laughs> Inconsistent. <Interesting. clears throat> <Yeah, right.
6: laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, no, Phil, you are from from South Dakota, correct?
6: Uh, that's currently
1: where I'm located. Well, exactly.
6: Yeah.
3: But I'm I move around. So I didn't know there was yeah, Calvinists in South here. Dakota. Or Dave, they... uh,
1: uh, Dave Schaub said he didn't know there were Calvinists in South Dakota. Actually, he didn't know there was anybody in South Dakota. Um, Are you using a dial-up uh, rotary phone? <laughs> yeah, so he asked if you were using a dial-up rotary phone.
5: No,
1: but my grandpa has one. <laughs> oh, He does, <laughs> he does man. Uh, awesome. And I'm assuming... Right. We, we, Yes, well, we're hearing from a ton of people that nobody can hear this thing live, which is disappointing for a live episode. So did you just call in without even being able to hear us?
6: I actually was able to hear
1: you. Oh, you were? Nice. Hey, yeah, what's... I
6: had to go um, I had to the actual you know, from a desktop. I couldn't do it from my phone. Interesting. And I was able to get on your Google Plus page, which I'll tell you guys, way to use... Uh, technology there at Google plus there you go man <laughs> and uh, then the video came up but when you look at it on your phone all you see
5: is the event
1: oh okay so basically when you went to a desktop and you said you went onto the Google plus page w- 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 like was that something different than the uh, the hangout
6: um it didn't actually take me to a hangout it just had a, uh, a YouTube video live streaming link
0: okay
1: <clears throat> interesting I okay, So. I'm looking
5: for the hangout because I would have called from there. But.
1: Okay, okay, well, well, we'll send that out as well. But, um, yeah, we can't wait to have you on in uh, later in the summer, Yeah. Phil, and uh, yeah. thank you. You've, you've been a great friend of the show, uh, great encouragement, so um, thank you for calling
0: in. Yeah, yeah, I really Absolutely. appreciate oh, it. Oh, and Nathan, you and I have to sit
1: down and talk about your uh, kung fu skills. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yes. That's, That's awesome man That's awesome Phil hey man Thank you so much For uh, for calling in And uh, we will be Talking to you A little bit later on In the summer Absolutely. Are good. Uh, Yeah you, you bet Thanks a lot man Alright Take care Bye. Bye How cool So hey Dave Can you go to like Facebook Can you get to Facebook Yeah And tell people We were just told From a caller If they try to join it On a desktop They have better success So we have so we have one listener. That's right. Let's just get get Phil back on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, if he's on the phone, he doesn't really need to.
3: Yeah, that's right. Hang out with
4: us (laughs) in that fashion.
3: Uh, Um, Fascinating. Um, Other episodes. Say that again. Uh, They should do it from a desktop instead of a uh, Um, phone.
1: One of our listeners just told us that they, they couldn't access the video on the phone, but they went to the desktop, the Google Plus page. And yep. it took them to a YouTube video.
0: Yeah, took them to a live stream YouTube video. Yeah, doesn't Google? Does Google own YouTube? Uh, pr- yes. Yes, probably yes. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, Google owns everything. So yeah, the United
0: States. Yeah. I know. Yeah, they,
1: do they own China? Who also yeah. owns us? That would be an interesting podcast. <laughs> um, Matt, put you on the spot, dude. Yeah. What, what was one of your favorite podcasts that you were
2: on? That I was on? All yeah. of them? Because, because I <laughs> only don't listen to the others. <laughs> Actually, I don't listen to those. Because you know, I figured I've already heard it. Why, why do I want to endure it again? <laughs> right. um, let's see. Which one of the ones I was on did I enjoy the most? I mean, I've enjoyed all of them. Um, oh, boy. I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed our, our discussion uh, on the, the gifts of the spirit. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, at least I liked that one. I'm trying to think of the ones. What else we did? Uh, oh, we did something with our wives. That was kind of fun. That yeah, was just our wives. Yeah, I, that, that, was, was, that was fun. Enjoy that.
1: You like that one day?
3: Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, you you, you actually
2: like. You thought that we finally had good guests on. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, Well, yeah. I mean, your wife was awesome in the
3: story of uh, your first kiss. Uh, was, yeah. I'll never forget that.
2: <laughs>
3: yes.
1: Matt, please, because there's uh, new listeners. And by the way, people are saying when they go, and you can put this in, Dave, when they go to Google and they refresh, uh, they get the picture. Text oh, tracing. Oh, but uh, Steve's probably never heard this, and Nathan. No, I haven't. Well, has
2: but maybe there's the story probably. of the kiss. Yeah, yeah. Tell
1: tell everybody about your first kiss. Trip. <laughs> this guy's is smooth, Casanova Ooh, moves.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah, you you can't teach this stuff. No, <laughs> some things are taught more than taught. You're just born with this, huh? Praise um, God. You uh, this came from um, unfortunately years of watching Three's Company as a kid, uh, <laughs> and uh, being mentored in the ways of Jack Tripper. Which uh, if that show's still around, I wouldn't recommend it necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, But I eventually left one awkward night and um, thought it was time to make my move. And I said, uh, pointed to my lips and I said, there's a vacancy here. Would you like to check in? (laughs) Oh, wow. And uh, yeah. I don't remember if I got smacked. or yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> she put but, her foot in your mouth? <laughs> yeah. But she still <laughs> agreed to marry me later down. So you know, right. it wasn't a total wasn't failure. Wasn't too bad. But I wouldn't recommend it, man. That is not a good... I also uh, would recommend uh, 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 that I think it was on my second date with my girlfriend, who's my wife. I told her that we would be married... And because God told me. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> see, what, see what happens when you're a charismatic. Uh-huh. You do bad things. So yeah. you're, you're like jo- you're like Joseph, man. You know uh-huh. you shouldn't speak all the revelation. Uh-huh. That <laughs> you end up in a pit. So. Our
1: resident charismatic, there, Matt. Yes. You've been man, kind of like bludgeon for that tonight, dude. We like you as a charismatic.
2: Keeps us all like you know humbled. And... The reality is, if there if you have any charismatic that that actually tuned into this reform podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They probably, you guys have painted a caricature of me that probably, they'd be very disappointed yeah. if they uh-huh. Found uh-huh.
3: You're even more listed limp- than we've uh, described <laughs> you as. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> yes, I uh, yeah.
1: No, that was, I will say, Matt, in all seriousness, Lisa said, Lisa, who listened to that, thought you, she goes, I think, I, obviously, Greg, I agree with you, but I think Matt won the debate. I was like, "Thank you." Well, That's...
2: it does help when you have the Bible on your side. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing. It's the only thing you can, you know, yeah. the authority of God's word.
1: You yeah. would think that if I my first like senior pastor who took me under his wing to That's under true. This is would, really would have Dave, taught me effectively.
0: Dave, yeah, it's it's a poor discipleship in men <laughs> <I know. laughs> So I, I just got a text from uh, I just got a text from Joy. Uh, asked her, she sent me a picture. Yeah. Of the screen, she's like, "This is what it looks like on the computer." Yeah. So I asked her, oh, are you listening? She said, yeah, and watching, y'all are special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're special. Uh,
1: yes. Yes, that's um, that's something. I've got uh, Jacinda trying to get through, but she's having technical difficulties. So this okay. is
0: just exciting. This this is fun. <sighs> yes.
1: yes. Uh, Steve, what about you, man? One of your favorite topics? Because you've been on a ton.
4: Yeah, it's hard to even think back through and remember, but... Uh, the three. Haven't we had three with John Frame?
7: Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. all three of those have been
4: favorites of mine, just because yeah. I love that guy. And he's so brilliant and yet so sweet yeah. and pastoral humble. and humble and humble. gracious and yeah. thoughtful and considerate and fair. He's fair to other viewpoints. Everything yeah. Greg yeah, is not. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you said it before I said it. Oh, that's good. Huh? I think we were all having that thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: Frame, what a... Uh, tremendous. Sometimes I can't believe it It just, yeah, sure, I'll talk to you guys and doesn't know us from Adam really. We've uh, talked with John Frame. We've talked with him and he's given us his time and he's always, uh, Mm. I think the thing we noted about Frame last time, Steve, was he he will not go down much road of conjecture. Yes. So you ask him something like, hey, I've always wondered about this kind of obscure thing and he he basically in a polite way but direct way says, yeah, the Bible doesn't address it, so I'm not really going to address it. Yeah, that's and, refreshing too yeah. isn't it yeah. and he, he, instead of all
4: the guys who have all kinds of views on all kinds of topics that the bible doesn't address. exactly like a, this podcast right. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll just be quiet <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> meditate
1: Dave because you have been so gracious and kind and when we did the Calvinism debate mm-hmm. more of a uh, discussion last year um, how, how, I, you read guys all the time do you think frame Sharing a different theological perspective than he does is fair in the things you've read of him, or
3: yeah, I like Frame. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, obviously, I'm not reformed, sure. but uh, I like him and uh, respect him. I remember I went to uh, ETS Evangelical Theological Society; that was my first encounter with him, and he was on a panel. and I just he was a very normal, humble kind of guy and mm-hmm. spoke simple language, and yeah, and I and I've read his stuff, and I like him. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's
1: awesome.
3: Yeah, I mean he's wrong, but I like him. Oh right, right, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, frame
1: is. I mean, he's one of those guys. We always use the phrase. It's the uh, he's forgotten more theology already than we've learned. You can just tell there's a depth and breadth of knowledge. Kim, and remember the one we had him on there, dude. I was just faking my way through it. Oh yeah, <laughs> what was that um, book he wrote? <laughs> I don't even remember.
0: Uh, you got it right next to you. Oh yeah, it's right here. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> I've, <laughs> <real> dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no that's not it. oh yeah. Uh,
1: a history of western here, look everybody. Oh that
4: great big tome.
1: Uh, a history of western philosophy and theology. And uh, notice as you go up there, I've got some other books. And at the very top, <laughs> I have degree deodorant. I, there might be a theological book. Which I'm telling <laughs> you, yeah, are you are might want to use. This? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah wrapped up that. In this room. But, uh, no, the, the other guy that has gotten a lot of um, shout-outs was, um, I'm blanking on him, Nathan. Uh, boy, that's embarrassing. Spurgeon Sorrows.
0: Oh, uh, Zach S. Wine.
1: Zach S. Wine, thank you. Yes. uh, who is, uh teaches a little bit at uh, Covenant Seminary, pastors, and Evangelical Presbyterian Church. Yep. Fantastic.
2: Yeah. Just yeah. very... Greg, very. I'm getting a text message from uh, John Frame asking why he didn't read his book. Yeah. <laughs> one good thing is the quiz will be on Tuesday. <laughs> like,
1: what do you? Uh, why do you know, guys? That's not a true statement because he used the phrase, "I got a text message from John." <laughs> yeah, <Frank>. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, true. <laughs> that, that's what did you do? Uh, if you'd set your rotary phone, and you got a Western and, Union, you know, you know, uh, telegrapher. Doctor Frame is hipper than you're giving him credit.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah he is. He's got kids who surf, man. You got to be pretty hip. That's yes. right. You think
3: if he was here, he could get on this broadcast? Oh, absolutely. Man. <laughs> well, yeah. I'd say mean, well, he has as good enough a chance as everybody else um,
1: who has um, has not gotten
4: there. I think he would. He would also be a septuagenarian, huh? Oh, yeah. Yes, seventy. Must yeah. be about seventy. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah, that's I don't right. know how old he
3: is, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I would think so. Frame's got to be
4: in his seventies. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, I feel like he's. Been He's got to be a lot older than me because he's so much smarter. Right, that gives me more time. Great, why, why
2: don't you ask him to call in and give us? Some <laughs> yes. uh, you know Grant he's brain? listening?
4: We know you're listening,
7: <laughs>
1: and we would love you to to, to call in. <laughs> Kevin DeYoung, we know you're. Never mind, Um <laughs> he's not listening. Well, but oh, um, oh. Let, me, let, me, let me. You got oh. issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Yes, Dave, I see you checking the Orioles score. Yeah, Kim got a hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, but, but we're losing one nothing, aren't we? No, it's nothing nothing. Well, unless no, Adrian Gonzalez, I just got oh. an update. Just singled in a run in the bottom of the first. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So we're but doing... Kim got a hit. That's Kim, the well, main Kim, thing. he's the only one that ever does Yeah, I know. Hit, <laughs> wow. <laughs> ha- like Nathan, Steve, Matt, you guys, we talk about that, that's no interest. Well, oh, I've watched a lot of Orioles this oh, year. You have? Oh, I, don't I have. You Ha ha ha! Okay. There are layers to me.
4: <laughs> You're so much deeper than the we Orioles. Realized. That's right. The Orioles are in there somewhere. He is a complex. <laughs> he is a complex. But right now I'm torn, you know. Orioles, Tour de France. Orioles, Tour de France. <laughs> yes. A man only has so much time. I was going to say.
1: Hey, so have they straightened out like the, the whole cycling world? Because, I mean, for the longest time. You remember... mean blood doping? Well, all, the, oh, all, all the doping of them. will never get that There's always something new. And they say it's tricky because you you take away the um, you know the titles of the guys who won, and but all the competitors. But are all the competitors it. are doing it most mm-hmm. likely, yeah. right? Yeah, my view. You guys might
4: not appreciate it. They should just let them dope because it's way more exciting to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious man, it really is. There is a huge difference. Well. Like. <laughs> you yeah, know, the year somebody really gets caught, it was exciting. And the next year, it's just dull. Yeah. <laughs> there are no great attacks.
1: Yes. Nobody's yeah. Nobody's really powerful. Yeah, because everybody's, like, you know, been eating Ben and Jerry's. And what's I the point?
4: Play. The whole thing is for money, right? It's yeah. all about money. And so that's about fans. And what do the fans love? The most aggressive racing possible. The guy's dope, man. Just, you
1: know, manage it, oversee it. <laughs> man. Uh, we can, can we turn that in a soundbite we put on Twitter. Steve Hartman let <laughs> <and that laughs> the guy's dope. That sounds like a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, he does make a point. Nineteen nineties major league baseball was pretty exciting. <laughs> well I mean, yeah. It was. Come on, man. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, yeah, agree, those guys yeah. hit so many home runs. Yeah, yeah. Which is never gonna happen again because you know, right, they, they, yeah. right, they've come down so hard on it. But yeah. remember those guys routine fly balls today that make it to the warning track were home runs. Yeah. Because everybody was using steroids. Mm -hmm. And they clean that up in baseball. Well, they say they have. It seems like they have based on the count. Mm. Um, But interesting thought. Um, Hey, uh, as we're waiting for more people to call. (laughs) What do you think about football? Do you think a lot of football players use
4: steroids? Absolutely. I I bet more do than
1: And uh, boxing,
4: MMA, a lot of steroids does. No, No doubt.
1: No doubt. What do you think, Dave?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there any way to explain how people – there are so many guys that weigh 350 pounds now. Mm They're so big, so strong. Oh, my goodness. You know, what was the heaviest Uh, lineman? I I could explain that. (laughs) I mean, with muscle. Oh, 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 with muscle. (laughs) But seriously, when we when we were kids, what was the heaviest football player? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's mean, that it, even. That was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was that's really so true. Yeah,
1: yeah. Everyone. Now I've heard people say, "Oh no, no, it's the regimen. They've understood nutrition and yeah. feeding programs. There might be some, but yeah. come on, dude. These guys that are like 19 years old and 325, yeah. getting on these O lines, yeah, yeah. And... they're coming out of high school like that.
3: Now. I know. Yeah,
1: I know. It's uh, um, incredible.
3: Steve,
2: you doing anything?
4: Doing anything? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, just sitting here. What do you mean? Yeah. How uh, <laughs>
2: are you taking anything? You know. Uh, your- <laughs> a lot of protein, brother. <laughs> right, right. A lot of protein. Yes.
1: This dude, man, He's a is doll, man. ripped fuel. Nah, nothing about it. Ripped right. fuel sitting next to me. I'll say that. Uh, which is an inspiration, Steve. I'm trying to catch up with you. And how am I doing, Matt? And-
2: you are well on your way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Tell
1: us what you're doing to catch up with him. Oh, man. It's- Well, I can tell. Lisa won't like this, but I I told Steve this recently, and Nathan. I am doing a diet inspired by Jimmy Kimmel. Mm. So we'll see if it works or not. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) So far, you've lost. You've lost.
4: We've lost on (laughs) it. Besides your dignity. My
1: dignity. (laughs) My honor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have lost about 13. Uh, pretty good, man. but when you're this fat and that's just in <laughs> what a couple weeks that's in that's, about six weeks hey, that's man,
3: awesome that, is,
2: that is really good it is that's yeah. really good thats really good
3: we are trying to encourage you
1: <laughs> yeah,
5: I was going to say Dave
2: you are spurring me all the love and, and good work it is
1: it is this thing called the 5-2 which um I was telling about that, wasn't I, Matt? Yes. Which Lisa thinks it made Over dinner. We, yeah, over... Over <laughs> over the bonefish. I'm telling... At bonefish. At bonefish. I'm eating, on this diet. Eating...
2: As eating big, big shrimp. Yes. Then having strawberry <laughs> shortcake <laughs> with the shrimp. Yeah. Uh,
1: that it was... Um, I, I saw this thing. It's kind of like I,
2: your "Feed the World" when that when that sh- sh- song oh. was real popular. I remember I was at McDonald's and Greg's eating a Big Mac. And he's like, oh, I love this song. Yeah, Feed the- yeah.
5: like Christmas song by Band Aid. Something wasn't
2: right with that picture. Yeah, I was. Remember, I was woofing on a Big Mac, yeah. not even thinking. You're was. Like, oh, I love I this song. I
7: Love
1: this song. song <laughs> oh, so in Africa, it's Christmas time. Yeah. And I'm like in between, like shoving bites so I can. Say the next line
2: you were feeding the world yeah.
1: <laughs> hey it took a lot to get to this point man i had to start young no it was uh a wake-up call you know because i was just thinking all right 45 i take a look here so i hate the daily i mean it works for some people and it was working i was, I was doing weight watchers and i was doing the um yeah the whole weight watchers points thing on the points app Mm-hmm. and um, watching Jimmy Kimmel in this interview, who looks great. The dude's lost like 35 pounds and kept it off for like 18 months. So I was curious, and he says, yeah, he, he didn't call it the 5-2, but I looked it up, that's what it is. Basically, five days of the week, you eat normally. I mean, you, if you pig out and eat junk food the whole time, it's probably not going to work, obviously. But if you just, you know, you're at breakfast day of the old double tea days, and you get yourself an omelet and home fries and all that stuff, and then do what you would normally do. Maybe a dessert, you know, but not not going all the while. And then on the uh, other two days, they're fast
6: days.
1: (laughs) Now, they're not total fast days, they are um, 600 calories or less for men, 500 calories for women. So today is a fast day, guys, and I'm feeling
4: great. Yeah, drinking a lot of water. Drinking a lot of water.
1: Any two days you want. Out of the week. doesn't Do they, they have to be consecutive? They recommend they're not be consecutive. Yeah. Now, From what I've read, they could be, but I think most people would just get crushed and discouraged. Well, your body can also go in kind of starvation Yeah, there's that starvation mode thing. Know. So you just do that. And it's working. You know, I mean, I'm just... Oh, uh, tell. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dave, can't you know how well it's working?
3: You're wasting away to nothing. <laughs> see, I can barely see say. you.
1: What he wants to say, Steve, is Greg actually... I didn't realize how fat you were when you started. <laughs> a, to a, to a, to right. a, of your massive girth, we noticed it in your fingers. Right. <laughs> 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 That's Guys, the first place I, you lose it. Just so you know, I might catch a lot of heat when Lisa finds out I talked about this. Because she's like, don't tell people about How me. would she find
3: out? She's not going to yeah, listen. She's not in the world. <laughs> And the good news is, no one else no, will gonna, not,
2: I've
3: been listening to this. I can't think of one reason why people would be tuning into this. <laughs> no, I get it. Well, I think David's riveting to get this, sort of the inside
1: baseball glimpse into what goes on here. That's what I tell myself. I'm, I'm telling myself that. um but Matt, put you on the spot. Like, t- why don't we get real pastoral here for a moment? Yes. Tell us, like, what what things are gripping you right now at your church, Grace Community, that are kind of newer, exciting, challenging? We'll get serious for a moment.
2: Um. <sighs> yeah. All well... right. Thanks for that, Matt. Now, Steve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I mean, I think. Um, I mean. I'll, I'll just speak personally I won't throw the church into it but obviously it gets affected in the church but I think looking at our church culture every, every church has this culture the question is whether you're ignorant to it or not uh, and really looking at uh, what are the values that are driving our culture and, and not, not the stuff you hang on a wall but the stuff that uh, oh that's a call Yep. there we go let's go <laughs> to the call oh. saved by the call right. keep, <laughs> going, on that, brother. keep going Keep, keep going. going.
1: I think it was a... Oh, it's it's a voicemail. <laughs> yeah, you keep going, man. Probably the Reverend James King.
4: Right? Yeah, he's going to say it. I'm going to hand that to you. <laughs> you going. fools.
2: Yeah, you, you keep going. So I, I g- wanna hear this. Yeah, I'm sure
1: you do. <laughs> but I got to take
4: care of this. <laughs> That's because you're drinking a lot of water on
5: your face. <laughs>
3: Greg has left
5: the room.
4: This is the
3: cheesiest, tackiest <laughs> thing I've ever been a part of. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh,
2: want to know, is it possible to veto that this never gets <laughs> <laughs> Boy got this.
3: The five uh, of us should never be in the same room together. <laughs> wow.
2: At least not with colons, anyway, not going live. Oh, my goodness. All right, what were you going to say? I don't really remember. I don't know. Something about Jesus. And, oh, I know. Yeah, I think looking at um, what is the culture of our church, what are the values that are really driving our church and? You know, because I think I think too often leaders. I think we can fall into this this thing that, you know, we got to craft this statement, or we got to do this. And the reality is, our values are not communicated through paper; they're communicated through the people. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're really just kind of looking, doing some stepping back, uh, doing some evaluation, and uh, really spending some time. Um, Looking and evaluating and uh, building, making sure that uh, we're we're not just building yearly, but building years out uh, in terms of where we want to actually end up. Very cool.
0: Mm. So we do have a call right now. Praise God. Gotta go. <laughs> Put on speak phone. Hello. 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 Is this Nathan? This is Nathan. Uh, I know that's Tracy I, Smith. I know that voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, what? thank you very much. What about Greg's voice? <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Wait, wait,
1: wait a minute. I the... have a serious question because I thought with all of uh,
7: these dads that have kids that have grown up and moved out of the house, I could talk the question their way.
6: Oh,
4: yeah.
7: So here's my question. Do, um, I guess particularly mm-hmm. for and Dave, do they feel that there's any um, good pros, um, good reasons for a young man or woman that are in their teenage years that aren't like in really a position to marry to date, to date someone? Like what would be the pros and cons of that? So someone that's like maybe 18, 17, 16, 17, 18 years old, you know, if they're years away from possibly if they're going to go to college, finish college and whatnot, what are the pros and cons of um, of
1: dating? Great question, Tracy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good one.
5: Yeah.
4: Steve? Uh, um, <laughs> well, first, I think that's a a that's a question that each family gets to answer. And it will vary from family to family and time to time, place to place, and culture to culture. So it depends. It depends on on the kid. But I would say uh, certainly there's a place for kids to date before they're really ready to get married. I mean, the average marital age now is what, for a guy, 27 or something? Wow. So you know, are you going to say to your son, no, I'm sorry, just don't look at girls until you're 27? That'd be a good idea for him to start to, you know, figure out what's a girl like. Meet a girl. Spend some time with a girl. Uh, I guess, you know, embedded in your question is, are are there questions about sexual purity? How do you, how do you help them to avoid pitfalls there? Well, yeah, that's a big subject too, isn't it? So, um, I guess there are lots of things you can do there. Ultimately, maybe you can't control everything, huh? You, uh trust that what you've taught and what they've received is going to work um but you know in in this culture a lot of parents would differ with me on this but I'll just say it anyway I think you're gonna you're gonna look a little strange if you don't let your kids date and your kids you know maybe if they like it if they receive that that's fine but if they don't like it wow that's really gonna be hard Mm mm-hmm I mean, it's one thing to tell your kid, "No, you can't have the hairstyle you want." It's another thing to say, "You can't date girls." Man, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can't imagine. We have four sons. My wife and I have four sons. I can't imagine if I had told them, "Not just forget girls. Focus on college. Focus on a career."
2: Yeah, they probably would have ganged up and killed me. <laughs> <laughs> well, can, can I ask a, a question related to that? What if it's not a uh, not showing interest in girl, not having relationships and friendships, but it's not getting into an actual one romantic relationship, dating, courtship, whatever you want to call it. So it's just, I mean, it's getting to know, it's, and it might even be, I really like this person, but it's stopping short of, we are now an item.
3: Are you talking about somebody that's, say, yeah. 16, 17, 18 years I think, old? That is right. Yeah,
7: yeah. yeah. Let's, say, yeah.
4: Let's, let's say your son's 15. Yeah. yeah, there's no reason to be falling all in love yeah. at 15, yeah. right?
5: Okay.
3: But on the other hand, we've got a serious problem because we've created this gap of time where you have intense yeah. sexual interest, yeah. but nobody's getting married. You've got to stay single. So but if you get married when you're 28, you've spent half of your life wanting to have sex with somebody. Yeah. And Some that, of the
4: most intense
3: years. Yes, of wanting that. and that's not healthy. Yeah. And so we're. And so part of the question is how do we aim mm-hmm. our ch- yeah, because uh, I think a Tracy uh, question and thank you Tracy for the first evidence of sanity on this <laughs> whole show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, you are the heroine <laughs> on the show. I know. Inher- you said in your question that they may uh, have years ahead of them till they get married, and I think we've got to rethink that as Christians because we're we're asking kids to do what is not natural, mm-hmm. really. I like that. You know?
4: Yeah. yeah. And so, so how old were you when you got married? 21. Yeah, Debbie and I were 20, yeah. and I'm glad we got married yeah. at 20. 23. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. I wasn't finished college. Yeah. <laughs> Watching the Bible. College. Right, yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, I just finished seminary uh, or finished college and we got married as soon as I graduated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that the, a lot of this has to do with the seeds that you plant when kids are 12, 13, 14 in the home. And you're talking about this stuff. And we've got to figure out a way to let kids get on with their lives in terms of college and career and also get married. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You're here.
1: Tracy, did you like those answers?
7: Uh, yeah, it's definitely they're definitely challenging to some of like the uh, Christian sort of subculture of courtship and
4: yeah. dating
7: that's kind of kinda, of, you know, hit the church a few years back. So we're kind of wading through those waters with um, you know, with with one of our sons who's eighteen. So
5: mm-hmm. yeah, so
7: Matt and I are trying to get on the same page and and try to figure that out how to best Help our son or see navigate this next sort of season of his life. So I was curious what you guys thought. And as yes, it's helpful.
4: It's challenging. Hey, here's something I'd like to suggest to you: that that whole uh, courtship versus dating issue, and what's courtship look like, and what what are the boundaries going to be defined as, and so on. Just just keep in mind that I I think, from my vantage point, anyway, uh, none of that is based on anything in scripture. So it's people's right. opinions on what might be best, given our time and our era and our unique sins and all that. But remember, it's not scripture. So you get to make up your own mind and think for yourself and figure out what's best for your kids. Mm-hmm. And I'd encourage you not to uh, not to fall into under the power of any one of those views—the mm-hmm. courtship view, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys are all agreeing. Shaking your head.
2: You know, um, Josh Harris, I believe. Um, Sometime in the next year or two is going to be either rewriting or addressing because Josh's views have radically changed on wow. yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he just actually preached at Covenant Life Church, which is obviously the church he was the lead pastor for years. He, they just had him back. Yeah. And he preached a message on the importance, ready for this, Greg, of loving yourself. Wow. And wow. Why, and why he was a reformed guy. Yeah. Yeah, good, and, but, good for him. But, but what he w- looked at is where... Where the, uh, uh, the, re, the need for the gospel to redeem self and certain assumptions, and it wasn't a classic, you know, just we all got to love each other. It wasn't that kind of a message. So you might want to listen to it. And I'm going to check it out, to get man. You, get your By loving yourself,
4: do you think he meant something a little different than what culture sometimes yes. means? I would. I would use that terminology, yeah. but the meaning I'd want to put in it would be uh, I've come to a place where I accept and embrace and receive. What God has made me to be, what my unique yeah, limitations yeah. are, what my boundaries yeah. are, etc. I've embraced that, and that's loving myself. I mean, what
2: he was arguing for is we need a biblical sense of self, sure, uh, you know, to, to fit in, yeah. not not a cultural, which would have a whole different. They love about loving yourself and accepting yes. yourself and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a, it was, but the irony of hearing that <laughs> message at Covenant Life Church wow, was dude, like. That's... So he's he's changed a lot and so I do know he is is going to be at some point doing some things so a lot of change there. one
1: one quick thing I'll add this is just an anecdote uh, of a young man there'd be no way anybody could could know about this uh, that Lisa and I were aware of who was um, very sheltered incredibly sheltered environment Uh, who's he was homeschooled and I don't mean that in a negative way Um, in, in terms of being homeschooled at all. Uh, just, just the fact this young man talked to me a couple of years back and said, um, the courtship thing was big, he was so big mm-hmm. in that. The first girl he met at college just went haywire with it. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, the rails. yeah, I don't wanna project, oh, that's gonna happen every time. That was just one very powerful example of mm-hmm. a man who was so sheltered. And he said, I was just 15, I never knew how to talk to a girl. Yeah, I, I not, never knew that's how, that's how to not, interact yeah. with a girl. I yeah. never knew what to do when I thought a girl was pretty. I just would look down at my feet because I knew that was bad. So here he finally gets along with a girl without all restraints. And it, it was almost like he was saying, I wasn't prepped at all. And so I, I think yeah. there is some degree in which you, you have to say, yes, because I'm with you. I mean, this idea of a, a 15-year-old dating and falling in love, head over heels, yeah. like thing, isn't healthy because mm-hmm. they're not going to have a that. context to to act that out yet at the same time you have to make sure you don't go so far that your kids have no idea how to function with the opposite sex yeah, yeah. yeah so it's 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 tricky but i like what you said steve there's right uh, no one size fits all yeah. furthermore uh steve talking here again um
4: i really i wanted our sons to look like girls Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Amen. I'm really glad they like girls. I want to encourage that. And if I had daughters, I want them to like guys. I would would encourage that. There are other options, you
2: know. So, man. To quote my old Presbyterian pastor, Pastor Charles Gow, on Scout Sunday, as he screams at the little brownie girls, he says... (laughs) And I'll tell you another thing. When you grow up, little girls, you marry a man, not a
1: woman. <laughs> <laughs> you knew him, didn't you, Dave? Uh, Charlie Giles, you remember him? Oh, Charlie Giles. Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Charlie Giles.
3: That's what we're
1: talking <laughs> about. about yeah. By the way, Dave, on this subject, how come your son Mike isn't calling in this I don't podcast? know. I don't know. I'd love to get his name. Oh, man. So.
3: It, it, you'd probably have to well, delete. Thank you, guys. Yes. Okay. <laughs> thank thank you, you, Tracy. Thank you
5: it's amazing you got so in I don't, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in. I don't know it. how you got through <laughs> <laughs> well, let,
3: me, let me just add to what Steve said That I think there's a lack of Clarity as to why we date Why do we want Why do we want to date And uh, And How do you mix Spending time with the opposite sex With all the struggles that you're having As a normal teenager anyway yeah. How do you do that What is the purpose of it and to help kids and i don't know what the background of this kid was that you were talking about how much he got help from home but how, how greg, do we just so
2: you know greg was talking about himself oh. <laughs> <laughs> he still looks at his feet whenever when a pretty girl wants
3: but uh, are we prepping our kids uh with the understanding that you know, life is not just dating. Life is marriage. Yes, you're headed right. in that direction. Yes. So think that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. mean that every girl you date, you know, you're thinking, I've got to marry her because right. now I'm dating her. But right. that's where it's headed, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. And that takes some of the frivolity out of it, That, uh, which, I mean, it should be fun. But I think it takes some of the frivolity out of it that I don't want to, you know, you just date all kinds of people. And you never build um, solid connections with anybody yes. of the opposite sex. You're right. And um, and who are you looking for? I mean, I knew what I was looking for. And the person I wanted to date loved Jesus with all their heart. Mm-hmm. That's who I wanted to date. Yeah. And so that right away narrowed the crowd to mm-hmm. a large degree. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of this comes from, you know, the home and what how we you know, prepare our kids to think about dating. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well it So... Uh, uh, well, so- uh just one second, Steve. I just got a uh, text from Joy. She posted the YouTube video link now that you know we only have nine minutes left. Good, good. Um to the <laughs> these go to eleven page and to uh Greg's page. So, you know, if people are trying to tune in and catch us, they'll be able to, to well, pull that up for the Nathan, next Nathan I think nine this minutes. means
1: we should be going. Dave, I think you're with me maybe another hour and a half Who's <laughs> who's <laughs> <laughs> all in for that? So, so. Dave and Steve are going to object to (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear snoring on your podcast? No. (laughs) Uh,
4: Do we have time for another quick dating story? Yeah, go ahead. So my youngest son, Matthew, he's the one that came Mm -hmm. out of the womb. Each one came out totally different. Same womb.
3: He's the only one that came out out of the womb? Yeah. He he came out of the womb.
4: Well, they could have been C-sections. That would be out of the womb. Anyway, so he came out saying, and he's always been this way, how can I please you? I love you. I want you to feel my love. I, I want to you know, be a good son. That's always been him. So uh, he was probably 17 or something, 18, I don't know what. And he met a girl. She's from another state. And she was very aggressive, like, after him. And she mm-hmm. was, like, running the thing and uh, making stuff happen. And she got her family to come visit us and all kinds of stuff. And neither Debbie nor I felt good about her. We just weren't nuts about her. Mm-hmm. So... I had a conversation with this son one day and said, you yeah, know, we're not so sure about her, blah, blah, blah. And so he received that and said, well, do you have anybody that, you know, you think I ought to check out, anybody you do like? And I said, yeah, how about, you know, this pastor friend up in Downingtown, his daughter Jen, why don't you check her out? Now, you'd think that would kill it, right? Because dad said, why yeah. don't you
3: go see... And pastor's son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. yeah. He married her. Wow. wow. He married her.
4: She's yeah. a great daughter-in-law. Um, but it was interesting. See, he got to date that first girl a while, and start figuring out, all right, oh, what's she right, right. like, so contract, how's this working, right. yeah, how's she treating me, is, is that the kind of woman I want to be married to, and blah, blah, and so on. So it was educational for him. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, you, you, two boys, and you said they're very different. I mean, some kids, dad says you should go to this girl, and it ensures right. that he'll have no yeah. interest. Yeah. But yeah. other kids, like your, your son, your totally different temperament. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Which son, Dave, would always receive your counsel and, and just welcome it
3: like honey? There's a lot of assumptions you're making there. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Which son came as a You know say, how oh, people Father. have imaginary yeah. friends? Yes. We have imaginary sons. So, so. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that is, isn't it true? I don't know, have you ever talked to any parent who says, yeah, I've got, Two kids, three kids, and they're all exactly the same. Right, yeah. No, no such Just, thing. I mean, yeah. it's strange, it's totally, totally different. Same yeah. mom and dad, closest possible DNA connection you could get,
2: and they're all so different. Yeah, yeah. So, wow, it's amazing. It's because kids are for your sanctification. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, they're for somebody's for sure. <laughs> wow.
0: So we got six minutes left, guys. Yeah,
3: that's right. <laughs> <pretty laughs> <nice. laughs> yeah that's how this is where the meditation part starts (laughs) well greg what was your favorite uh podcast oh man that's that's
1: hard to narrow down there have been there there have been so many um i mean it's been said probably honestly was the one that we had our wives on that was just cool yeah that was Mm. i guess part of it like when you and i had our little powwow last week steve uh, um you used the phrase i'm not going to get it exactly but how so many pastors wives are pastoral widows Yes, yeah, I used that phrase. always She's alone going, so much. They're alone so much. Yeah. They're going to church alone, etc. So, I mean, that's something I regret. Like, when we were first at um, uh, our first church, where where, where Dave was the uh, senior pastor, and I was there for six years, before Samantha came, she was involved with me. I remember that. And some of the... there was a woman we were counseling. That story I always tell Dave. You probably forget. The woman's name was Pat. That doesn't give anything away. And... Um, she uh we spent gobs and gobs of time with her and uh i mean till two in the morning counseling her and then there was a little still meadow retreat where um you know uh, i am gonna get stroked you've had the same thing because i'm thinking <laughs> you were saying oh why don't somebody share how you came to the church and lisa and i had logged so many hours with this woman i'm thinking man she's gonna mention us and <laughs> i gotta get a little compliment here and mm-hmm. stuff and goes, well i'm here at still meadow for one reason that's Dave Shine, Because <laughs> Dave wrote her like a two-sentence note, right? a letter. That's <laughs> all so it
2: takes, the and, little touch, And baby. it came to her at that moment. And <laughs>
1: but all that to say that Lisa used to be for a very short time with me, and ministry has largely been, and I know not every pastor's wife is like this, but I appreciated your transparency last week, Steve, so I feel free to say it, um, has largely been an observer of ministry. Um, And so just being Sitting with me In that podcast I honestly told her That I learned things About her I think you said The same thing About, uh, about Tracy That I never knew And I'm married To the woman mm-hmm. And share a life With her And she Just Nathan Asked really good questions And Lisa said things I was like Oh I never knew that mm-hmm. So it was A really cool experience
3: well, when we hired you, Greg, we didn't tell you this, but we actually hired Lisa. Oh yeah, and yeah. you came along yeah. with the package. <laughs> I, 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 with pastors
4: <laughs> Greg and Lisa. Sure. Yes, exactly. We're we're pastors Lisa and, and Greg. Yeah, exactly. To get it right. <laughs> exactly.
5: The but first no, lady was so. first.
1: It was. It was really really fun. And then related to that, Nathan, we had Elise Fitzpatrick on. Yep. She was a tremendous guest. She's yeah. coming back. She's too.
0: coming back in oh, August. Good. Yep.
1: yep. Uh, and we're going to get Joy on for that one.
0: Yeah. Hey, you know,
4: one of my favorite podcast that you guys have done in the recent past anyway is the the one where uh sees red those girls oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man they were they were really fun yeah
1: we've uh we've gotten mixed all that with steve oh really very mixed. some people really pushed back there's some people that did not like it I, and i will say that podcast with Marsh itself was a great podcast yes. that we had. but you're they, you're also heard their show Yes, and their show's gotten very mixed reviews really? from listeners. Some love some, it, yeah. some really. Well, does. I can
4: see where. All right, we don't need to get into it, but they, yeah. they say a few things that I disagree with. Sure. I think they went too far there. They threw that baby out with that bathwater. Uh huh. Yeah. But the general tenor of the whole thing, I loved it. Uh huh. Yeah. Because they were coming out of the grip of fundamentalism and what it meant to be a woman as a fundamentalist, and being free to be a woman as a Christ follower.
1: Yeah. yeah. I really love that. Yeah they do share some very compelling stories Yeah, like the way women in as they call Fundyland, are uh treated is it's like i'm one of the ladies marcy or sarah i can't remember which said one time they were like in a community group and um it was only two couples and the um uh, she got left with the other guy's husband for like two minutes and it was like That just doesn't happen in Fundyland. That can't happen. You couldn't talk to her. You couldn't talk, and, like, he looked so awkward. He was breaking out in hives, and, (laughs) you know, kind of ties into this thing. So they share some great anecdotes that I think a lot of listeners relate to. And there's
0: a problem with that? (laughs) Tracy, are you still listening? (laughs) Matt said it. Uh, All right, guys. We are uh, officially out of time. This has been great. Um, Hopefully it will be... Stepping yeah. stone. To something. <laughs> yeah. Hold it on, <laughs> yeah. When you say this is, it can't great, go, go any lower. Dudes, <laughs> it's got
3: to go up from here.
1: <laughs> but you got to admit, dudes, I don't. I've enjoyed. I've had some fun with some technical glitches. <laughs> hey.
4: I think it's pretty cool that this program's called. This podcast is called. These go to eleven, and for once, we're actually. And we're going go to it. eleven. To eleven. That's right. That's absolutely. All
0: right. We're going to go ahead and sign off now, gentlemen. We just rocked the Casma.
5: Rocked it. <laughs>